0: And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice master. If all you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Shit dice roll. Oh, no. A natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Come out. Oh. You saved me, dice master. How do you do it? I
1: get all my dice from Modern Artifice. Their high-end stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your
0: utility belt today.
2: Another day saved thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties.
3: Burgomaster
0: Kreskov, I am sorry to disturb you, but I have a matter of some import. That band of heroes we've been hearing of, they they're here. They seek access to our city. I think they mean to help us. They even brought a barrel of wine. I knew it was only a matter of time before they made their way here. You were right to tell me, Captain. Thank you. So, shall I let them in? I think not. I don't doubt their intentions are good, but they are as likely to fix the devil's gaze down upon us and put out his eyes. It cannot be risked. Our way of life must be preserved. Ah! Ah! Yes, Burgomaster, I'll see it done. Was there something else, Captain? Balkan? May I speak freely? Asha. Everyone under the bows of Kresk is free to do as they please. That is what has kept us safe. Then let me speak my mind. We have survived now on four centuries on our own, but all that while the rest of this land on which we rest has suffered. We've made it this far true, but Strahd's evil seeps into our city like cold through the gaps of a cabin. Unless he is driven from this place, we can only hope to survive when we should thrive. We so prize our freedom, but I think it's high time we realise that we are not free until all in this valley are so. And for us to be free, we need to rely on our kinsmen. The lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. These heroes mark an opportunity for us. They represent something greater, something it's time we throw our way of life behind. You carry a heavy burden, Vulcan. No one denies it, but you needn't carry it alone anymore. You speak with passion, young Asher, and I'll not pretend your words do not scare me, but it'd be an insult to my family. If I let fear turn me deaf to wise counsel, let them pass." When last we left our heroes, pursued by the cantankerous Catterwall, Artemis used his survival skills to capture the cacophonous creature. The party then reached the fortified city of Kresg, but found it in a dour state. The Burgermaster, Valken Kreskov had lost his wife and three daughters in quick succession to a mysterious disease. Turning their eyes to the abbey on the hill, Valken warned them that though he cannot be sure what our heroes will find there, all in Kres just have a funny feeling about the place. What waits behind the gates of the abbey of St. Markovia? And how will our heroes choose to meet it? Find out now on the Strahdcast. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, shuffle off this mortal coil, and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. You find yourselves maybe at the bottom of the hill, Mm -hmm. looking at this winding path leading up a steep mountainside to the abbey sat high above the rest of the city. The time is yours.
4: Asha, how long did you say the track was again?
0: Well, none of us have made it in quite some time, but uh, if you make a good pace up there, it shouldn't take you long. Uh, maybe an hour's hack.
5: <sighs> <laughs> that is like really the smallest distance we have covered in weeks. Deep breath, old man. <laughs> dunk, dunk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Two big, big meaty pats on the shoulder. No, I could really use Desdemona about now. Yeah, where really does he leave, just did her. you bring the cart here? We did. We rode the cart up. I just stabled her. So,
0: yeah, we'll say we'll say you left the cart and stabled her by the Burgermaster's mansion.
4: Okay, oh. that's fair. Okay. Oh, you know, these old bones. I really, really shouldn't walk the distance. Gets on the horse. <laughs> right side saddle. <laughs>
0: From all I've heard your company has accomplished so far, uh, I think you'll be fine having a bit of a hike up the mountainside.
4: Are there any beasts said to live up here? As I say,
0: I cannot speak to what you'll find up there. And you'll forgive me for not accompanying you up the mountainside itself. I must return to my duties.
5: This feeling that you say everybody gets that's not good, mm. what does that feeling feel like? It's
0: strange. It's like an instinct, like an intuition. Just the hair standing up on the back of your neck. And actually, Asher, he turns to, he turns to you, Artemis, and says, um, I think you may have some inkling of what I mean. What do you mean? <laughs> I do apologise, but I take from the cut of your cloth and your armaments that you are one who wanders these wide wildernesses, eh? Sure. Well, we'll just call it uh, an instinct. A hunter's instinct. Like I say, um, we may be far off base. Maybe whoever dwells up there now is truly trying to help people, but we get a wrong feeling and it's been enough to keep my people away from the place for a century
4: or more. I wish you luck. Well, if the devil of the darkness has tainted the place, you can be sure that we will flush it out. I can only say I hope. Best of luck to
0: you. You'll receive a warm welcome should you come back down.
5: We will. Don't you
4: you mean when you come back down?
0: When you come back down. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, You live in these mists long enough, your pessimism sneaks its way in. (laughs) Semantics were never really a strong suit of mine. Take out the blood
1: spear
4: and start walking out. <laughs>
5: uh-huh. I'll follow after.
4: Best of luck adventures. Go with the morning's
5: lot.
2: So see you soon, friend. We start uh we start making our way up. I <laughs> have
5: a quick question. What level are we? <laughs> 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 seven, uh, I think. Uh, a seven. We're seven, 7. You. Okay, for a second I thought we were well, level five. eight and then I hadn't leveled up. Go ahead. No. Everything is okay. fine. Okay. <laughs> everything's so.
0: okay, everything's fine. Okay. A blue bird. You uh so. Asher uh, bids you farewell at the base of the hill. The time
3: is yours.
4: Right, guys. lead the way. We need to stay close.
3: I thought he was going to say, carry me.
2: <laughs> okay. Who's up? Carry me. Nothing.
4: Artemis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, friend?
4: Keep an eye out on these hills for any monsters. Or perhaps a mountain lion that might try to take
2: advantage of us. Sure thing. <sighs> <indeer exhale>
5: <laughs> a mountain lion who <laughs> like <cat> call us. <laughs> 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 do we have <laughs> Do we have Sasha and Pasha with us this
0: time? Uh, Sasha will be with you, and I. Put, I think uh, unless you tell me otherwise, I'm going to assume that Pasha is nearby.
5: Okay, great.
2: I was just going to say, Sasha and I will kind of flank Kaz on either side of the path. Cool, great.
0: So, you begin your way up the switchback path that leads up the hill to the abbey. It dominates the, the horizon in a sort of eerily familiar way, as you, you think back to the village of Morovia and the castle of Ravenloft dominating the sky uh, while being there. The abbey, in much the same way, looms uh, over the entire village. Um, and making your way up the switchback path up to the top, The road to the village climbs above the mist to the wide ledge on which the abbey is perched. A light dusting of snow covers the trees and rocky earth. It's chilly up here. Hmm. The gravel road passes between two small stone outbuildings to either side, of which stretches a five-foot-high, three-foot-thick wall of jumbled stones held together with mortar. Blocking the road are iron gates attached to the outbuildings by rusty hinges. They appear to be unlocked. Viewed through the gates, the stone abbey stands quiet. Its two wings are joined by a 15-foot high curtain wall. A belfry protrudes from the rooftop of the closer north wing, which also sports a chimney, billowing gray smoke. To either side of this iron portcullis, are two piles of what looks to be animal skins. The time is yours.
5: As we walk by snow, mm-hmm. if I see snow on a leaf, I'm gonna flap the leaf and make the snow fall off, and I see snow on the ground, I'm gonna go and make footprints in the snow.
0: It's a very light dusting, like the first you know, snow of the, so like, as you put your foot down, it reveals the bare earth beneath. Um, but yeah, absolutely, you make a little foot trail like uh, like the first snow of, of, of winter in Imle. Uh Pasha <laughs> follows behind stepping in your footprints. Aww.
5: I'm gonna take one leaf off and like dump stowa snow in my mouth.
4: <laughs> you do so. <laughs> Drogar is very much cold. Oh, okay. He feels it in his bones. <laughs> He's
1: like, oh, curse the cold. He's an old man, and he's cold-blooded,
2: so... Oh, no. (laughs) Can I, uh, look at the animal hides or animal skins? Like, are they... Are they fresh? Are they, like... Sure.
0: Uh, Yeah, you want to walk up to the door and investigate them?
2: Yeah, just kind of, like, look around. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, give me a uh, perception or investigation. Titans! (laughs) Ooh!
2: (laughs) Add a d4. Uh, That will be a 12.
0: 12? Uh, So you make your way up. They don't appear, um, uh, uh, these look a little weathered and old. Uh, Whatever animals these belong to were skinned a long, long time ago. But as you approach them, Artemis, you are startled to find the the, uh, the one on the left, a snout like a wolf pokes its way out from between a couple of the skins and starts sniffing curiously around the air as you approach. Uh,
2: So I'll back up, uh, draw my weapon, and invent, like, is it, like, how big is the snout? Is it like...
0: It looks like a a dog's or or a
2: wolf's snout. Like dog or wolf?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a wolf's. It's recognizably a wolf's snout.
2: Uh okay. I don't want to just shoot it. I'm sure I have some type of food on me or something, right? Sure. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, you you all have some rations. Some rations. Uh yeah, do you want to okay. p- present a bit of a bit of kibble for this uh
2: <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to I'll just say like easy boy and I'm just going to toss it like in front of it and then I'm going to see what what's about to emerge from this. You do so. Scale. Uh
0: and as the maybe rasher of dried bacon comes to settle in, in front of the pile of skins, the, the snout again. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Scooby Doo. And emerging from the pile of skins.
5: Please be Falcor the Luck Dragon. Come this
0: on. wolf snout gives way to a human head. <gasps> One ear is human, the other is the large, uh, sort of protruding antenna of a donkey.
6: Ooh. What?
0: As this head pokes its, its way out of the skins, it looks around, and its eyes come to focus on you, Artemis, and says, oh, Visitors?
6: Oh, visitors? Oh boy! We never get visitors!
0: And this creature crawls out of this pile of skin. As described, his nose and mouth is the snout of a wolf. Head of human with long, stringy black hair. Oh One God. ear is human, the other is a donkey ear. His legs are uh, leonin, like the legs of a cat or yeah. lion. And he has a donkey's tail. What? And as he emerges, he quickly snaps up the rasher of bacon and scarfs it down. And then looks at all of you and says, Oh, boy! Welcome to the Abbey! Oh, my name's Otto. I open the door. It's what I do! And then he goes over to the other pile of skins
4: and says,
6: Ziggy! Ziggy, wake up! We have
0: guests!
4: Drugar looks at the, at the group and goes, ah, They're too far gone. He burning hands. <laughs> no!
3: Just kidding.
0: <laughs> uh, and as he goes over and shakes the other pile of animal skins like a child on Christmas morning oh. who is excited that Santa has come, Oh my goodness! Uh, another figure emerges uh, from the pile of skins, this time uh, a, a, a woman whose half of her face is covered in lizard scales. Oh my One gosh. of her eyes is a cat's eye. And uh, as she emerges... You see both of her arms are these
6: huge,
0: massively disproportionate to her. the rest of her body, gorilla <gasps> arms. Whoa. Wow. Uh, she kind of climbs out. She does not seem quite as excited as the other. But she kind of climbs out. Uh, she has a hood still up over her head, obscuring some of her more animalistic features. And she w- gets up and starts wringing her massive gorilla hands together uh, and says, uh, Hello. Hello. I'm Siegfried. I, uh, um, I, uh. And the other one, uh, like, goes to her and says, It's okay, Ziggy. It's okay. It's what you do. And she says,
6: um, I am Siegfried. I, I welcome visitors. It's what I do. So, hi.
2: I'd like to take out another, or two more rations, actually. And I, I'd say, well met, friend. I'm Artemis Silverbell and these are my companions. We mean you no harm and I offer you some food.
0: Uh uh Siegfried looks a-, a little nervous. And she kinda stares at you hesitantly, almost looking like she wishes she could slink back into the pile of animal skins, like <laughs> like Homer Simpson into the yeah. bike. Yeah. Um, but the other, Otto, keeps like whipping his head back and forth from Siegfried to the rest of you. He's like <laughs> oh,
4: He's fucking goofy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well,
6: oh, thank you very much. We are well fed from our master, but I won't say
0: no. And he, like, snaps up what you've offered and continues to down it. And, like, as he's as he's chewing on it, he looks back to the rest of you and says,
6: Are you all here to see the master? <laughs>
0: I guess that depends on who the master is. Still chewing uh, on his bacon, uh, Otto continues to speak.
6: Whoa! Well, the master is the kindest, most sweetest, most generous, most nicest, most smartest, most bestest, most beautifulest master anyone has ever had. Really? Yeah. Well, what's your name?
5: Hi, I'm Winnie. <laughs> oh, hi,
6: Winnie. I'm Otto. I open the door. It's what I do.
5: <laughs> wow. <laughs> is your master really, really that nice?
6: He is the brightest candle that has ever been lit.
5: Oh. I, I'm going to tug on Pasha's whatever, night, night shirt, and I'm going to say, Does he seem cool? Well, I,
0: he certainly seems friendly enough, though I've never seen one of his kind before.
5: Can I roll <laughs> something to see if I see, like, Frankenstein markings upon these creatures? Sure. Do they look natural or do they look like they've been sewn together?
0: Great. Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. Drug yeah!
4: uh, can I check, though. That's okay. You
0: wanna? Yeah. Yeah, go for it.
5: It's a seven total. I'm pretty distracted.
0: You look over them. There are no seams. It's, it's, It's strange. It's like where the human flesh meets the fur or scales or whatever it is. It's like a very clear divide. Mm -hmm. but they don't, but it seems like they just meet each other. There's no Mm -hmm. stitches or or Mm
5: -hmm. sutures
4: or or anything of that nature. Mm -hmm. So Drogar studying them rolls an 18, which gets him a 22. Arcana? Arcana, yeah. Looking looking at both of these creatures and seeing the sudden shift of humanoid to... Uh,
0: your inclination, Drogar, like just looking at them off the first bat, I think is probably because you chose Arcana. I'm going to assume your first instinct was like some sort of polymorph, right, uh, or, or or some sort of um, transfiguration magic, right. But it does not smack of that.
5: Um, yeah.
0: You do not yet. Yeah, you do not get the like faint, uh, lingering ley lines of arcane magic on these on these
4: folks. Tell me, also, Oh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh Trevor Oh
4: my name's
6: Otto I open the door It's, it's what, what I'm what he does. Does. <laughs> Yes Uh Otto
3: What's your profession, Otto?
6: (laughs) I open the door! It's what I do! What line of work
3: you (laughs) in? What line of work you in, (laughs) Otto? As you're doing that on purpose, (laughs) and I don't
4: appreciate (laughs) it. I am, and I'm sorry. I'm done. I have to do it once. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell me how it is that you acquire such parts of other animals? Oh, our master saved us. That is why we serve him now.
5: What did he save you from?
3: Terrible
6: illness.
5: Certain doom. <laughs> like you were really sick?
6: Oh, I whole family. Ziki here is my sister. We were most certainly doomed, but we came here hoping for the master's help, and he made us all better. And what's more, he gave us purpose in life. Now, I know what I was put on this earth to do. I open the door. It's It's what what I do.
5: How many times do you get to open the door?
6: We don't get a lot of visitors these days, so this is the first time.
5: This is the first time ever you got to open the door? Yeah.
6: I'm very excited. I hope I remember how to do it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) In all of this... What is Ziggy up to over there?
0: Uh, She looks very nervous. Ziggy greets new guests. That's what she does. She did it, and I am hoping that she's thinking just something else happens. Mm
5: -hmm. Hey, Ziggy? Yeah? Do you think that the Master is as nice as he thinks the Master is?
6: The Master did save us, and he is very beautiful, and I am grateful for the home that he gives us.
5: Are you okay?
6: She's (laughs) fine. She's just a little shy. Otto,
4: do you remember what it was like before you were transformed? Oh, I do.
6: The pain, the bandages,
4: the medicine that never
6: helped, the misery of watching your family in pain. Oh, I don't care to think of it. Ever since we came here, the Master has given us a much better life. And where is the rest of your family now? all throughout the abbey. I am only, we are only here to greet guests and open the door. It's what we do. (laughs) Head inside and you'll meet the rest of our family and learn what it is they do.
5: Do you want to come with us, or do you have to stay out here?
6: Oh, I would very much love to accompany you. I'll show you in and introduce you to the Master. He is the brightest, smartest, sweetest, kindest benefactor anyone can hope
4: for. And Ziggy, would you like to come with us?
6: Uh, I, uh, I should stay here and attend to my duties. (laughs) It's what I do.
5: I think you did really great at your duties, And, and... We've never been here before, and we're a little scared.
6: Oh, well, if you're feeling scared, I guess I could help.
5: you want to stay here with me and my friend Pasha?
6: Okay, that might be nice.
5: Okay, yeah, stay right here between me and Pasha.
6: Oh, good job, Ziggy Peck and friends. I'm so proud of you. Well, uh, okay. Can I open the door now?
0: Please.
6: <laughs> oh, it's what I do. <laughs> and What's
0: he makes it? his way over to a little uh sort of like a uh, 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 um, what do you call um, a, crank? Yeah, wow. yeah, a crank?
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know that raises a portcullis, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh and he start he puts two hands and like uh fervently starts uh, uh, cranking it back and forth and the heavy iron bars of the portcullis. <laughs> begin to rise up, uh, clearing your way, uh,
4: and once uh, they reach their zenith Droghar uh, leans into Kaz and goes, when was the last time you saw a portcullis on a abbey? I've never been to an abbey,
3: so I, I couldn't really tell you. Yeah. Wait, there was one in Vallaki, or Barovia but it didn't have one of those. No, it didn't did it. Either way, Siki, for your first time, I mean the door was not open and now it is so, you know, good job Auto opens the door. I meant Otto. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> was I all right? I mean, like I said, door wasn't open. Now it is. So <gasps> oh, let's go. Far as I'm concerned, perfect success.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do say, Otto, I, it was a fairly impressive door opening. He uh, snaps his heels
0: together and gives like a, a a really emphatic salute, and then like starts running into the in, into the abbey I, I just hear a slide whistle, like
5: <laughs> <laughs> something about you giving an emphatic salute. <laughs> you were born to do it.
1: <laughs> Much like Otto, he's been waiting his entire life to just give an emphatic salute. Five, I'm already
5: eight. sad. I'm not sure why yet. But I'm so sad though. She's I
1: mean, just. Sense, though, the sense that I'm getting meta-speak is that we're going to have to fucking kill this master in front of them. Like, this master sounds like he might be an evil dude. I'm very
5: yeah. scared. i This is, is giving it,
1: you that impression. He said he's the smartest, bravest, kindest, sweetest, brightest benefactor anyone could And ever if had. I thought he were smart, I might have
0: believed him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, well, so uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Otto uh, uh, gayfully uh, makes his way into the Abbey Courtyard. Uh, Siegfried, uh, continues to, like, you know, um, sort of, like, ring with anxiety her huge gorilla hands and follows after. The time is
2: yours. When we walk in, can I just, like, look at the mechanism of the portcullis and just see, is there any way I could, like, easy way I could jam it open? He
0: seems to have left it open. Otto
2: has. Okay. Is there any, like, does it look like they can like quickly close it or anything, or does it look like it's like the
0: apparatus that he used? Like, there's no one. You don't see any any other uh, anyone else at the door here, and the apparatus it's it's just kind of like locked into place. So he seemingly has just left it open. They've been very welcoming and forthcoming so far. So if you're trying to make me feel off. like an asshole for being suspicious, then mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I am very suspicious. Moving in past the uh, the gatehouse here, you see the abbey uh, looming up in front of you. Making your way in off to the west, you see rows and rows of graves.
4: Oh. Mm. Uh.
0: But Otto and uh, Ziggy continue along this main path, which kind of winds uh, along the the wings of the abbey.
5: It's humongous.
0: It's huge. It's huge. like it, humongous. Not as big as uh, uh, Castle Ravenloft, but the biggest, by far, the biggest structure you've come across. As we um, pass
4: by the graves, Drogar will, will tug Otto's shirt and keep him from walking ahead. And oh. just go, also, whose graves are those?
6: Oh, well, many of our family who have departed this dear earth. Um, the... There are a few who look over the, also the graves of those who lived here before we did. Um, uh, There are a few of us who look over the the graveyard. Oh, uh, my brother Valen, my sister Constance, and my sister Lenora. They tend to the graves.
4: It's It's what what they do. (laughs) I see now. There's a task for everyone. Oh, yes.
6: As I said, uh, the, the oh. master not only healed our rotting flesh, oh. he also gave us purpose in life.
5: Huh. I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
4: sorry. I'm sorry. What did
5: the master heal?
6: Our rotting
4: flesh. Oh.
6: Well, come on. Let's go.
3: Okay. <laughs> Let me, let's, let's go. I guess. Is this the feeling that the townspeople were describing having that... Makes them want to leave this place. Cause if it is, is I think I'm. Feeling. I think maybe
4: I'm feeling it. There's something amiss here.
5: I feel really sicky.
4: Yes, people are not meant to live like this. Continue, on
0: Carrying on as you sort of come around the bend here, uh, off to the east, you see uh, huge patches of gardens, mm. and you see many more of these these figures, these, these yeah, these like animalistic sort of chimeran humanoid figures off. Uh, Attending to the rows of greenery. But Otto brings you to sort of another main gate. A 15-foot-high curtain wall joins the abbey's two wings. Behind its battlements, guards stand at attention, their features obscured by fog. Below them, set into the wall, is a pair of 10-foot-tall wooden doors reinforced with bands of steel. To the right of these doors, mounted on the wall, is a tarnished copper plaque.
5: Does it say anything?
0: It does. Making your way up and looking at the copper plaque, it says, may her light cure all illness.
5: Oh, um, Hmm.
0: it is weathered and beaten and you kind of have to squint your eyes a little bit to read it out. It looks like it's been weathered by many, many years.
5: Ziggy, Uh? who is the lady that that sign is talking about? Oh,
6: well, I never met her. The master doesn't say a lot, but someone else lived here before we did. Uh, this place was named after her, I think.
5: Oh, that's... Is that for St. Markovia?
6: That sounds right.
5: She cured all illnesses?
6: Until... Well... She couldn't cure death.
5: Yeah. Is Do you know anything about Miss Markovia? And is your master, like, trying to keep doing what she was doing?
6: Well... I know that she wanted to f- to fight the bad man, uh, the devil, uh, and the master certainly wants to as well. That's good. We didn't get here until way after she was gone and the master reopened this place. Knowing that
3: he's a enemy of the devils makes me a little less apprehensive. Yes. Oh, he hates the devil. Oh, uh, As do all of us. I tell you something, Otto, so do I. This is Zigrick you're talking. Of. Mother
5: <laughs> <laughs> Tell you
3: what, Zigtoe. <laughs> Devil
4: sucks.
5: You <laughs> know. Yeah,
3: yeah that,
4: that's what I'm told. I wanna I wanna look at these guards that are obscured by mist. Give me for that days. It's a fourteen.
0: Not but scarecrows. <laughs> it, Drop, oh.
5: They're just scarecrows. scarecrow's mm-hmm. They're okay. not real guards.
0: Correct. Otto is still merrily waking, making his way through this sort of inner courtyard entrance.
5: I'm gonna skip up to Otto. Skip. Oh, hi, <laughs> I remember you. And I'm gonna keep skipping because I assume his normal walking speed is about my skipping oh. speed.
0: He like huh? kind of looks down at his feet as you skip and he starts like kind of like, you know if you run with like flippers on, he kind of starts doing that. <laughs> Whoa, this is- one bit of a, like a Jack
1: Sparrow run. Yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> what um, kind of vegetables do you grow here, Otto? <laughs> oh, green.
5: <laughs> That's a really good color. Do I you think bring, so. Do you grow carrots here?
6: No, just greens.
5: Dang
3: it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Got <to something> <laughs> That's it. Drogar yep. looks at Pasha and goes. Uh... Just keep your wits about you, yes? Okay. With a strange place. He gives him a wink. I shall uh, make sure you all are very safe. Jogar will give him a little, like a, uh, like the gentlest of, like, pats on the cheek and just kind of walks on forward. Uh, And heading toward Otto and Kaz and Artemis and everybody who's leading toward wherever (laughs) Otto is taking us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the one or one or more of my weapons are just like loose in their okay. scabbards. Great. But yeah, but Kaz is not yeah. The leather strap that my mace is attached to its frog in <laughs> is definitely open.
0: <laughs> if there's like a snap or something, just like that's unclipped. So making your way into the inner courtyard. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Great. Making your way inside. The thick fog that fills this courtyard swirls as if eager to escape. The courtyard is surrounded by a 15-foot-high curtain wall, which stand, which on which stand several guards with their backs to you. Or so it seemed at first. It's clear now that these guards are merely scarecrows. Wooden doors to the north and east lead to the abbey's two wings. In the center of the courtyard is a stone well fixed with an iron winch, to which rope and bucket are attached. Along the perimeter, tucked under the overhanging walls, are several stone sheds with padlocked wooden doors, as well as three shallow alcoves that contain wooden troughs. Two wooden posts pounded into the rocky earth have iron rings bolted to them. And chained to one of these wooden posts is another humanoid with bat wings (gasps) and spider mandibles in place of their mouth. As you make your way in, you see the creature bound to the wooden post, spread its bat like wings, and beat them against the air, trying to take off rapidly from the ground. but as it as it uh, ascends the 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 iron chains are manacled around its neck, sort of snap taut, and it falls back to the earth, scrounging in the dirt.
4: also who's that? Oh oh,
6: that's Marenza, she has the sickness. She has it. Yeah. You see, the master healed our flesh and gave us purpose in life. But sometimes we get a sickness if we forget what it is we're supposed to do.
5: What was she supposed to do?
6: Fetch water from the well. She forgot to do that. Oh, uh, she
4: asks the questions. Yikes! 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 That's the yikes. A big yikes. So she is forced to be staked to a post.
6: Well, hopefully she'll get better, and then uh, she'll remember what it is she does, and then everything will be okay.
5: I'm gonna cast sending. Okay. I'm gonna send a message to Marenza. Okay. And I'm gonna say, Marenza, ask me anything you want to ask me.
0: The voice that comes back and touches your mind, Winnie, you f- you double over and fall to your knees as screaming torment fills your head.
3: What am I? What am I supposed to do? Why are we here? Ah!
0: And it cuts off. And you can see Morenza sort of squirm and tug and pull and batter against the chain that binds her to this post. Uh, and sort of and like her strength spent, she just kind of falls over and begins kind of like rolling and writhing
4: in the dirt in the courtyard. And I think I see Winnie. Like double over. Do
5: I? Do mm-hmm. I see you? Like yeah. Fall I think over? I. I just like fall yeah. to my knees with this voice ringing in my head, Woody. and I'm just like watching her.
4: Woody, are you all right?
5: <sighs> this is horrible.
4: There's something wrong.
5: There's something really bad.
4: So Jorgar will will unstrap his shield and just have it on his arm, mm-hmm. and he's ready. Like he doesn't have his mace out, but he's ready, <laughs> and he goes, "Take us to your master, Aldo." Okay, just just wait here for a little bit. I'll go fetch him. Very well.
5: While he goes to fetch him, I'm just going to walk towards Marinza and just watch her.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Otto kind of scampers off towards the northern wing of the abbey. So you're left just sort of standing in the courtyard. And as you approach Marenza, uh, it seems that, like, her her energy has been spent. You can see she's kind of lying defeatedly up against the pole. You see uh, her chest rise up and down as she breathes heavily. Uh, around her neck where the manacle is fastened, you can see it rubbed raw um, and uh, and scabbed over. Um and she just looks up at you with uh, with sort of doleful eyes, clacking her spider man- mandibles together.
5: I'm gonna just walk right up to her if I can get like as far as I am from you to me.
0: Mm-hmm. You do so.
5: And I'm gonna just take out Tally Ho and hold him. Mm-hmm. You're Marinza.
0: She just kind of like throws her head back a little bit, spreading her spider-like mandibles and just a sort of hissing sound, like air escaping. Uh, through cracks in a wall escapes.
5: Can you talk? Or not really? Do you want to be healed? Or no? this is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Drogar, Drogar, will, will step, seeing Winnie where she is, will step up to Winnie and kind of put a hand on her shoulder and just go, I think we do not have all the information yet. Perhaps there is a way to save these people. It seems like abjuration or polymorph magic, but strangely I do not sense the waylines of that something was done to these people. Perhaps there is a way to reverse it. Okay. But we first must meet this master.
5: Okay. This is getting really hard.
4: Yes, this place is woeful, and yet it continues to amaze me the torment and evil that Strahd is capable of. But do you know what impresses me more? Young Winifred, and he takes a knee. And he looks her directly in the eye. Oh. Her name is Winslet. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> her name is Winslet. Oh, that's right. Young Winslet. Winifred was another person. Like you. <laughs> that was my next question, but I was holding on to it. <laughs> I'll tell you some other time. Young Winslet. What continues to amaze me is that, despite all odds, and in the face of complete and utter annihilation, you persevere. And that is what the light is all about. It doesn't matter whether you see it or whether it is with you. What matters is that you persevere. And as scary as this is, and he looks over at at this creature that's in agony, the only thing that we can do is what we are capable of. We must see the situation, judge it as we see fit, and do whatever we can. So let us see what this master has to say, and then, you, and I, and Artemis, and Kaz, will make the final call, and Dragar will stand upright to his full dragon height. Mm-hmm.
0: At which point, um, you you see Otto making his way back down into the courtyard, accompanied by another figure. The figure walking beside him now, also small. They're all also a little stunted. They're all, like, between, like, 4-5 five, and 5-1. Five, oh, these wow. Endowages. They're short. Yeah, they're a little stunted. A bunch of Kristen Chenoweths. Yeah. <laughs> and Danny DeVitos. <laughs> it's me! I'm the master! Making his way back, you see a difference in Otto's body language. He looks a little more, like, Reserved and tucked away, and he actually, before he even reaches the rest of you, he kind of scurries back. He, he looks at all of you and gives you another little wave and sort of a wide, toothy grin, <laughs> and makes his way back to the um, the front courtyard and back to his post. Yeah. He opens the door. That's what he does. Right. The figure now approaching you uh, looks like a man with a uh, a, a sort of pale. Dirty blonde beard, goat horns coming up out of his, uh, the hair that matches the color of his beard and directly to the side of his head, what looks like the head of a baby sort of sat positioned between his shoulder and the oh. side of his face God. a tumor. <laughs> like one of his legs is human. The other looks like a, the, the, the broad, powerful leg of a black bear. One of his hands is human, the other is a crab's claw. He sort of shuffles his way over to you. The baby's head appears asleep, dreaming blissfully, while his eyes fix on each of you appraisingly. Here he is if you want to see him. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I regret it. I regret seeing him.
5: Are you fucking kidding me?
0: I said to Campbell today, I'm like, we're going to get into some dark shit. Are you okay to go? <laughs> <laughs> I take
5: it back. Take it back. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. Consent. I wasn't
0: ready. Consent can be withdrawn at any
1: time. <laughs> there History.
5: we go.
0: He hobbles his way up to you and, and, uh, and gives like a deep bow, holding back his crab claw in a sort of salute. Um, and then brings himself back up to his full stature and looks at you all appraisingly and says, Cloven Bellevue, at your service. (laughs) What was that? That's Kay asking, not Kaz. Cloven Bellevue. Otto has informed me that you wish to see the master.
5: Yeah, we're here to see the master.
0: Please. (laughs)
6: <laughs> you don't that, want something. That got me. <laughs> well you
3: don't, Charlie. You don't want something. Please. <coughs> walk this way. And yeah. <laughs> then proceeds to crab walk. And so, Marty felt is
0: his eyes off. So, oh. That is what he said. He yeah, said, <laughs> <so> he said, he said. Please, walk this way.
6: <laughs>
0: and then he turns around and starts <laughs> shuffling back towards the but north.
6: Cat, cat, I just look
0: at Kaz and go, good God.
3: And Kaz just crab walks up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> he said walk
4: this way. And Drogar follows. I don't, I don't know what this is supposed to accomplish. <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: Has this ever happened to you?
2: Ah, my organs!
0: Sounds like you need a dice (laughs) trick. Our sponsor, C4 Labs, is the place to get TTRPG accessories for any type of gamer. From dice towers to trays, coasters to computer cases, C4 Labs has what you need. Check out these testimonials from actual goons.
5: As a Valentine's baby, I got the love of my dice, Valentine's Dice Tray. Now life really is like a box of chocolates. And I always know what I'm going to get. It's dice!
4: (laughs) As a man who knows his wood, their walnut top drink coasters with built-in dice holders
5: drives me walnuts!
4: But that's not all.
0: For added spooky fun, C4 Labs also has a plethora of Call of Cthulhu-themed accessories. K, our resident keeper of arcane lore to tell you all about it. I got the Cthulhu dice tray with matching dice tower. They whisper the secrets of the universe to me while I sleep.
1: So head
2: on over to c4labs.com today and use our special coupon code GOON15 at checkout for a 15% discount code that's <laughs> got <laughs> on your order. That's G-O-O-N 15 for 15% off your order.
0: C4lab Quality craftsmanship for quality gameplay. Moving into the north wing of the abbey, Cloven uh, brings you through the huge swinging double doors into what appears to be a fine dining room. Gentle sounding music trickles from above, played on a single stringed instrument by some unseen master. The ground floor is one large 50 foot square room with arched leaded glass windows. A cauldron sits on an iron rack above a fire in a hearth, while above the fireplace mantle hangs a golden disc engraved with the symbol of the sun. In one corner, a wooden staircase climbs to the upper level, while in another, a stone staircase descends farther down. Several chairs surround a wooden table that stretches nearly the length of the room. Wooden dishware and gold candelabras are neatly arranged on the table, standing behind which is a young woman. She's in a fine, elegant dining gown, and a wedding veil covers her face. She busies herself, moving about the table, setting it as if for a, a catered function. She seems lost in her own thoughts. As you enter into the room, Cloven turns back to you all and says, The master will host you for a fine dining affair. We'll be having selfish. I'm
4: sorry. Did you say selfish? Selfish. Shellfish?
6: You heard what
0: I said. (laughs) Please make yourself comfortable. Too late. The master will join
3: you shortly. I don't think I'll ever be comfortable ever again.
5: If I don't find my fiddling earring, I'm gonna die.
1: Here, Kevin, lose mine.
6: (laughs) Shortly. (laughs) Oh, fuck me.
0: Clothin then turns and heads up, (sighs) up staircase leading to another level. The time is yours.
4: (laughs) That guy really skeeves
0: me up.
5: I heard that. (laughs) Is this woman, is she still in here with us?
0: She's still just moving about the table, setting it for dinner. And the master's nowhere to be seen. Not that you can see. Unless that's her. Unless that's her. Ladies can be masters, too. It's true. You're very,
1: very correct. And uh, I think, in fact, Kaz, seeing her not paying attention to us, will very
0: loudly and rudely clear her throat. (coughs) She seems unbothered and continues setting the the table as if for a a fine
4: uh, occasion. Well, I'm all out of ideas. (laughs) Perhaps... Drogar will walk up to the lady.
0: Mm -hmm. Is this what you do? Um, She stands back straight up and turns to you. Um, A really regal uh, ball gown. And again, that wedding veil, that sort of wedding veil just covering her face. She turns to you as you approach, uh, and grabbing the sort of hots of her skirt, folds them up in an impressive display, and bending at the knees gives a courteous bow. Then steps back, pulls out one of the wooden, uh, the finely detailed wooden chairs, and gestures towards you, sort of beckoning you to sit.
4: You are not the master.
0: She again just beckons to the chair. Dremor will sit down. You do so, and she scoots you as you as you take your place at the table. She sort of like scoots you back into place.
5: Is she still setting the table?
0: And continues about her work.
5: Yeah. Is she like? Uh, taking things from something else and putting them on the table, or is she just arranges. She has
0: them? like a she has like a picnic basket slung over one um, uh, one elbow, from which she pulls silverware and cutlery like cutlery and displays them finely, like laid out like you would expect at like a, a high society ball. She also pulls from the basket several napkins with 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 which with one hand she sort of like. Whoosh, and folds them into an intricate stand-up shape and places them gingerly uh, on the sort of plates at at each dining space.
5: I'm gonna try and kind of sneak up next to her and reach into her basket and like take some stuff out. And I'm gonna say, we never did anything this fancy when we were eating dinner, but it seems like how princesses would eat like
0: as you reach into the basket and take out some of the cutlery she again sort of wheels around the the edges of her uh, a long gown flowing uh, like lifting themselves up at the motion of her of of her body and then coming this like swaying and swaying back a bit just like kind like flowing uh in a really elegant way and she again looks down at you and gives you again a small bow um and sort of gestures to the place that she was setting and so, as if to say, please carry on. And she sort of like, as you hold up one of the silverware, she she extends one long, graceful finger and just delicately points to the place in which to set it, and kind of like maps it out for you. And the two of you maybe like continue to uh, yeah. uh, set the table together.
5: Cool. Yeah.
0: Drucker is like. Well, I feel like an asshole.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kaz does a really awkward and very like masculine bowing motion and says, I wonder where I should sit.
0: She extends, uh, she pulls out again... As you say so, her head swivels towards you, The the her wedding veil uh, moving gracefully and effortlessly as if moved by a subtle breeze. And she again gives you just a, sm- a courteous bow and pulls back one of the chairs and gestures for you to sit. Kaz,
1: with a very big, toothy, awkward grin, takes her seat.
5: Can I see it? Can you see anything through her veil?
1: Give me a perception check. Ooh.
5: Come on, baby. Can I
0: do that also? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you get? I got a fourteen. I got a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Winnie, through the, the the fine silvery threads of the 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 wedding veil, it obscures her face. But Kaz, um, as you look, uh, perhaps as she's um, moving the, the 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 chair up for you to sit, and you pass close by her, you see you can make out the sort of features of her face and the fine red blushing cheeks beneath. And they look
1: do all parts do do both cheeks look human?
0: Yeah, she looks like a
1: a, a blushing Brian ready for wedding day. Huh, okay. Interesting. Uh yeah, Cas will take your seat.
6: What? What I didn't do anything! <laughs>
5: sometimes Oh you
4: know what you did, you Sometimes <laughs> Trevor
5: is DMing and then he'll go like this.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: at me <laughs> for I don't the know listening
1: what it audience. means <laughs> <laughs> for the listening audience Campbell just made a coy face <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: yeah I do play coy anyway um, so yeah so if, uh, 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 like in tow she sort of brings a chair out for all of you and all of you make your uh, and once you're all settled at the table the elegant harp music grows a bit louder as you're all sat at the table and coming down the staircase, holding in one hand a beautiful silver crescent-shaped harp held delicately and gingerly against their breast and sort of tucked up under the chin like a violin would be. Long fingers dance elegantly across the strings, uh, making the music that now soothes and lulls all of you as you sit at the table a beautiful man with long golden hair, bright blue eyes descends the staircase coming to rest at the bottom. And just as the music comes to sort of a crescendo, he lifts his fingers away. My friends, what a happy day indeed. I was told by my fair children, that at long last my abbey has received pilgrims. A joyous day indeed. Please, come, seat yourselves, enjoy. There is much to discuss, I am sure, but before we turn our minds to business, please first rest your weary souls, as I am sure you have come far. And he begins plucking again that is the master oh master (laughs) please forgive me my children have an exuberant mind I do not claim to be lord or master here I am but simply a humble servant please just call me the abbot and who is it
4: that you serve abbot
0: Why, I serve the greater truth, the light.
4: Winnie looks right at Drogar. You serve the light.
0: I am sure you have many questions, and I am sure what you have seen thus far has prepared you for a skeptic, inquisitive entrance. And I do not blame you for this, but please, all will be answered in time. First, I beg you, sit, eat, Relax so that your minds are better prepared for conversation and all
4: questions will be answered. Pardon my skepticism. The last time we were offered to sit and eat and relax, we found ourselves at the mercy of the devil. Ah,
0: oh, more than pardoned. I more than understand. Uh, please he uh uh claps his hands sort of like in a swift movement kind of like holding the harp in the crux of like shoulder to elbow and claps his hands speedily and then resumes the playing motion without before the last note even uh uh, uh stops echoing like through a the hall fucking badass <laughs> um and uh, the uh, the woman in the gown with the wedding train over her face uh, straightens up and, like elegantly, like uh, like the ballerinas in Fantasia, sort of like makes her way off through a door. Um, Vasilka will bring you fi- many a fine food, and I would be insulted if you did not allow me to take the first bite to prove to you that I mean you no harm. Vasilka, yes, my ward. It seems your bride. Not mine, just an overseer. Uh, I look out for her.
5: Why is she dressed like a bride?
0: We'll be revealed in time, Uh, but first, please, I do implore you to rest your weary heads and minds. Sit. And at that moment, Vasilka uh, does come out with two trays held elegantly, balanced perfectly on her hands, one with drink, the other with a sort of an appetizer course.
4: Jesus Christ.
0: And she sets the she sets the jugs. <laughs> For four <down>. people, holy <laughs> shit. The first tray she sets down uh a company's three jugs all of different vintages of wine. The ones you are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um the other, she she sets some fine foods like uh, some like uh, uh, like tartar and like rabbit legs, uh, finely seared. Uh, she set places down before you. It's like it's like uh, the sort of appetizers you would expect at a catered event for a fancy venue. You know what I mean? Um, she places a plate in front of each of you with a sort of smattering of appetizers, um, hmm. and then uh, quickly makes her way back to the kitchen. Please eat, and ask your questions. I am an open book.
5: I'll hop up on my knees so I can get up on this food.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kaz, Kaz has just like a
4: <laughs> tiny little rivulet of drool going it's like, down. It's, it's like the food. Indiana Jones scene. Mm-hmm. Bad it's
0: like, dates. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like running down her he just
1: like. He moves
4: around or... the
0: table taking just pouring out just a sip from each of the goblets of wine set before you and like one of the tenders, you know, of the of the appetizer yeah. set on each of your plates, placing it onto his own, takes a sip and samples each of the foods placed before you.
2: Satisfied? Can I still do some type of check on the food like to make sure like it could be something he's immune to or something or? That's a good call.
0: Sure, yeah. Oh, um, call it survival.
2: Okay. Yeah.
5: Call it
0: survival.
1: (laughs) Uh,
5: May I A Trevor Fail story. Yes, of
2: course. Call it survival. A memoir. A (laughs) memoir. That is a twenty-one. Woo. You beat me, so. Yeah. Artemis, you're no stranger to 22. sorry. I can do math. That one also beats (laughs) mine, so
0: yeah. Artemis, you're no stranger to like like being skeptical of things proffered to you um but inspecting the food seeing the way that he imbibes it you do not pick up on anything suspicious you your your fears are laid to rest
2: i think i'm going to not drink the wine but i'll take a a little i'll eat a little food
0: it is savory and delicious in fact Arguably maybe the best thing that you've tasted since you came to Barovia. I think Drugar for the first time
4: lets his guard down.
6: Mm-hmm. I
4: think for the first time he actually he picks up this rabbit leg and just smells it and 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 just it succul- just eats it succulently and is like
0: It just melts off the bone. <sighs> it is The finest thing you have tasted since arriving here. You just, you see this weight leave Mm -hmm. him. It's spiced and like, and cooked to perfection.
4: He just takes a bite. and He's like,
3: oh.
0: (laughs) I
6: shall offer fine cooking.
0: (laughs) I shall offer Vasilka your
4: highest compliments. Please do so.
5: I'm feeling the same thing. I'm kind of, I'm like up on my knees and I kind of see you doing that and I like relax and like mm-hmm. eat some and I'm going to reach for if I can see that if the champagne is available, I'm going to try and find <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
0: everything in moderation, my dear. There's some time yet before you are able to join us at that table. Have some juice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Joker Jer- 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 looks at Winnie and go, like mid-bites. <laughs> um Gotta be more slick than that, kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kaz watches Artemis, uh, also is trying to adjudicate the like survivability of this food and is yeah. like sort of not getting a sense of it, but sees Artemis and like picks up on him getting mm-hmm. a good sense of it. And uh does not have a refined palate, just starts, like, like, scarfs food down. But I think a, a moment passes and she sort of realizes that, like, oh, this is perhaps a bit too fancy for that, and she kind of just scarfs it slower. <laughs> like, she still, she doesn't, she she, it's not, it's not so much, like, as it is, like, take a handful, and, like, <laughs> and like place it down,
4: and then take another handful. Cass, I might invite you to try chewing the food. I've been chewing.
3: (laughs) Got any other advice? Please,
0: my friends, you must forgive me. Uh, Please do indulge me in some some opulence. This is a dark place and so full of terrors. Uh, Please do indulge me in seizing on a bit of refinement and peace where it can be had. But do not hold my tastes to your censure. Enjoy.
3: It is for you. Forgive me. Refinement and peace are things I'm not used to. Especially those two words, refinement
5: and peace. She has other gifts. I'm just
3: proud that I pronounced them
5: right.
0: And I hazard a guess you have not seen much since arriving here in Barovia. Am I correct? Yes. <laughs> Well, as promised, now that we have filled our bellies of a sort... And at this point, uh, Vasilka again comes out with a main course, uh, a roast pheasant for each of you, finely <laughs> garnished with lemon and and uh, rosemary, wow. and places it before each of you. It's like, And it's like, you know, the legs stick out with those little, like, like, fluttery tassels at yeah, the yeah. end. and yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, a nice, like, mash and coleslaw as a side. Aww. I bet there's a name for those things.
1: I'm, I'm sure do, that I'm there is. I'm tempted to Google it, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Sure. Lers-
4: Drubner Drim- sees Drim- this place in front of him and kind of has this, like, little flashback of him and another person <laughs> with mm-hmm. a meal prepped like this in front of them and just looks at it and just looks up and thinks that he sees another Somebody looking at him and then it's gone. A special someone? <laughs> Maybe <laughs>
2: I don't
1: know um, whose name begins with a with. T
4: and ends with a Atanya <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's that and it's just like Abbott. Yes, my friend. Why all of this? You know us not. For all you know, we could be servants of Strahd.
0: Though it is true I have not met you, many a tale of your exploits has reached me here, even in the closed-off city of Kresk. You are the ones, are you not, who rescued a wayward princess from the devil's castle, defy him at every turn, stopped a monstrous tree from destroying city after city defeated an army, conjured by one of his most faithful servants, and rescued more than your fair share of poor Barobians. (laughs) Well, when you put it that way, (laughs) I mean... Yes. This is the least... This is the least I can do to proffer thanks to heroes. There are not many who carry themselves with such repute in this land. I am merely thankful that you have come to my humble abbey and I make you this offering as a token of my friendship, cooperation, and further partnership.
5: It doesn't seem like in all the times we've been fed food and sat down to talk freely about stuff, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of incentive to go against Strahd.
0: Indeed. He rules this place with an iron hand. I have had first count of his terror and power. And in fact, that is indeed why I am so glad you have chosen to join me here for dinner this evening. Unless I must miss my guess, it is your intention to defeat the devil. Yes?
4: Mm-hmm. Nothing short of it.
0: We are aligned in this, and yet, my friends, and I hope very much I may call you friends, it is my lamentable duty to let you know tis a fool's errand.
5: We've already been told that a bunch of times.
0: Yes, but until you see it for yourself, the devil he is master of this place. Even if he can be killed, he cannot be defeated. If you will indulge me, I shall tell you my story, my coming to this place. For long ago, I heard of a dark realm obscured by mist, captured in the clutches of a devil. With all my power and all my reckoning, I thought myself worthy and powerful enough to release the people of this valley of their curse. And there were others before me and after, who thought the same. Though, if you will admit me a bit of admonishment, I think perhaps I was the best suited to the task who has approached this valley. I came to this place thinking to smote the devil, his ruin falling upon the mountain side that flanks these valleys, and so I did. I came to this place, reopened this place of healing, learning and light, and I killed Strad, Barnzarevich, running a blessed blade through his very heart. I thought my task accomplished and set about celebration, but it was not a fortnight before the devil returned. And undaunted, I thought to myself, perhaps, it takes a bit more than the average demon to dispel this curse. And so again, I racked his body with holy fire, killing him again, and again he came back, over and over and over. He returned time and time again, no matter the manner of dispatch I employed. My friends, there is no defeating the devil through force of arms. I am loath to be the one to deliver this news unto you, but please, my aim is to spare you the madness and suffering I have
4: endured
0: and to show you a better way, as I am sure you have collected thus far. The devil is bound to this place not by hatred, not by ruin, not by madness, but by love. He continues. To hold this valley in his clutches, to find a lost love of his. This, I propose, is the way for not combat, not vengeance, not cleansing even, but love. Love is how we will defeat the devil. He must be moved beyond this dogged obsession with a woman far gone. If his heart can again be filled. Perhaps his mind will be set to rest. You may think this a laughable notion, but take it from one who has killed him far past a dozen, a hundred, a
4: thousand times. This is the way forward. Am I to understand that you wish for us to give Strahd the bride he seeks?
3: No.
0: I advise to give him one who will put his soul to rest. Basilica again appears. My ward, my charge. Long have I trained her in the arts of etiquette and display. She is almost ready, aren't she, my darling? And she gives another bow. I will present our mad count. With one who can fulfill His every desire, need, and want And only then Will peace return to this place Only through love Can the devil be conquered This And no other way Kaz is immediately Like
1: on the verge Of raging (laughs) She like The moment, oh god The moment she realizes that Vasilka is, like, this sacrificial lamb. She, like, spits out whatever bit of pheasant is in her mouth. But, like, holds it in for just a second. And just two clenched fists rest gently on the table.
3: She says, The man has not one, not two, but three brides already, and was about to have a fourth. How much do you think he needs? How special? To be fair, she's a great cook. How special do you think she is? That—that that is what is going to put a stop to his reign of bullshit. I
0: understand your scepticism, and am sympathetic. When first the notion appeared to my own mi- mine own mind, I thought myself a fool, but Vasilka. She gives another bow. Tell them, tell them our plight and purpose. And she, uh, and again, the wedding train sort of moving gingerly with the, 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 the breath of her voice. All of us are put on this earth for a purpose. That is what the master has taught his children. And it is what he has taught me. I save this valley. It's what I do.
3: Three things. One, what's well, for dessert? <laughs> Two, go right ahead, Vasilka. but if I can give you one piece of advice, that wedding train should be at least 300 feet long. I forget number three.
5: Yes, bitch! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> You're
3: here! You're here! Yes. here, here. <laughs>
4: I have number 3 for you. Number 3 is that these people. I remember number 3. Go ahead. <laughs> what
3: was Marenza's purpose? Yes, yeah, my children.
0: I more than understand. You see, when they came to me from afar, afflicted with a horrible illness, born no doubt, I had my mind of these wretched mists that ate their flesh and devoured their minds. My first task in this valley, before I ever set out to defeating the devil, was to help these poor, wretched souls. But this place, I'm sure you have seen it. Our spells, our power, our light, does not answer in the way we would expect in this place. This was the only way I could find forward to hear, to heal their wretched flesh but to replace it with something else. Believe me, I endeavored to cure their souls and mend their bodies. In the end, this is the only way I could find. I hope that you will understand my friends. This is the best I could do. It is lamentable their condition, but at least here they have purpose and safety. They are safe from a world who will not accept them. Here they can find family. And a
3: home? Well, you're right. I've watched as each of my friends has tried to pray to their respective gods, and been met with silence, or the devil himself invading their dreams. Lucky for all of us, my god imbued in me a rage from the moment I was born, that I couldn't shake wherever I am, and I've seen it here as I have anywhere else. So go ahead and wed whatever brainless pot. No offense, you're a really good cook. You want to the devil. I want to try to do it my way. Of course, you cannot be blamed.
0: I will not stop you. I will not hold you or try to convince you otherwise. Eventually, you will
3: arrive at my conclusions. Let me get there myself. Which brings me back to my first question what's for dessert?
0: He snaps, and Vasilka goes back to the kitchen and brings out a fine tiramisu, uh, <laughs> lightly coated with bay leaves, oh and places God. it before all of you.
3: She is a really damn good cook. I feel bad.
5: <laughs> this. you. I know. No, you don't. No, you do not. You're a fool. And I believe you, that you are doing your best. But you said you you won't keep us? You won't try to stop us? There's a person chained outside, screaming, trying to get out.
0: It is for their own benefit.
5: You don't know that.
0: What should I do? Release her? Send her to Kresk, where the rangers will fill her with arrows? Send her into the wilds beyond, where she'll be devoured by some half-man, half-wolf? I have endeavored to find a solution more humane, more beneficial for my children, and am left with nothing. Give her the choice.
5: Give her the choice. If she was really your child, you would not have that much control either. If you were a good parent, you would let her go out there and fuck it up.
0: Even if it meant her death.
5: Absolutely. And you are wrong about the devil. No woman can serve him. Because if she goes there willingly to do whatever he wants, he will not want her as much as he will want a prisoner.
4: You and I serve two different lights. And here's how I know why. Though it is true that you and I have the same etiquette of serving the light and doing what's right, and seeking the best path to save all those the light shines on, you do not understand its boundaries, for you seek to play God. There comes a point where the light cannot help those who are damaged, for life is life. And the way that the light shines, there comes an end to all life at some point. And you, as one who serves the light, must know when it is time to lay your cause to rest. But you, dear friend, you've lost that. I see that now with your servants, with your friends.
0: Regrettable. I had hoped we could find common cause, but I do not blame you for being where you are on your journey. As I said, I am not your enemy. I had hoped we could find common cause and joint effort, but it appears we are still very far apart, my friends.
3: We're certainly not enemies. I don't think I would call you my friend. No.
0: But there is still hope that perhaps one day... Sure. Well, at the very least, I shall extend and hope you will take advantage of my courtesy, the Abbey will be a home to you. At the very least, perhaps you could meet the other traveller, who I am also unable to sway. You could find her in the library. She seeks the same as you do, a way to overpower the devil through force of arms, though I have told her as well this is fruitless.
4: But perhaps you can find some comfort in each other. Who said that we wished to overthrow him by force of arms? I think that was me. To be truthful, that sounds. That sounds. <laughs> that sounds very accurate. <laughs> yeah. What my friend means to say is that we are weighing our options. Nah, I said what I meant.
0: Please, weigh them in uh, whatever quantities are necessary. I hope at least that you will stay the night here in the Abbey, use it as a place to recuperate, gather your strength back before you set out on your mission again.
5: I would love to go to the library tonight. Can we do that after dessert?
0: Most
4: assuredly. Okay. Do you, um, remind me how long the trek was from-,
5: <laughs>
4: from Do one... I want to stay? How long the trek was from Kresk to the Abbey? Only I... about an hour. Okay. Jurgar will keep his thoughts to himself, but he will look at the abbot and smile and nod. But he he will most certainly look at Kaz and Artemis and Winnie as in, like, we should not stay here tonight. There's nothing wrong with seeing the library. There's nothing wrong with looking around and seeing what there is here. Yeah, Kaz
1: is on board with that. We either she she doesn't. I think she does not feel imperiled by staying here. But we're either staying here or staying somewhere in Kresk, and it's only an hour away. Mm-hmm. And Kresk is, does not give her the heebie-jeebies. So
4: yeah, you must do what you think is right, of course.
5: There's a uh, a plaque with the sun on it in here, right?
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Who is that too? Anyway,
3: now that we've thoroughly offended you, let me ask you for a favor. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I just, I think I'm just, I'm not, I'm now. <laughs> when we walked into dinner with Lady Walker, I had, I had, Winnie had heart-shaped eyeballs. You had
1: yeah. such high hopes. And, oh, yeah. and at yeah. this
5: point, I don't anymore. I'm gonna eat the rest of my food and look around the room, and my eyes fall on the the sun on on that plaque. And I'm just going to ask him, uh, is that, is the Morning Lord your guy?
0: The Morning Lord is the name, moniker, as you like, that the people of this valley gave. But it is not the true name, as I think you know, and you as well, Master Trogar. There is as many names for the light as there are individuals to call it. All names call for the same fire, all roads lead to the same warmth. We serve the light, all of us, all who are opposed to the devil. Anyway.
5: Yes, but I think it's complicated.
0: Very true, little one. It is complicated by our mortal whims. When transcended, things become very simple.
5: No, I don't think so. I think mortal whims is all that matters.
0: You must do as you think is right.
5: And she's just like, I don't know. She's a little disappointed in this guy. In what seems like short-sightedness. Surrounded by people who seem to care about him so much. And he seems not to see them as people.
4: If you decide to give this, and he looks at the bride. and just kind of looks down and goes, this husk. To Strahd. He will eviscerate her where she stands. I am not a husk,
0: Master. This is my choice. I would ask you respect it
4: as much as your own choices. I simply wish not to see you harmed.
0: I will bring peace to this place. What could be a greater purpose than
4: that? You seek to replace something that he cannot replace. One that is long lost. Am I to understand this?
0: I seek to heal a wound that is festered.
4: We have all pitched our
0: fortifications. We need not tarry further. Please, my abbey is a home to you. You may seek out the library, if you wish, find the other traveller, or depart. You are bound by nothing and no one. I do thank you for hearing me out.
5: I'm going to walk over to Mm Basilka and try to foot myself under her veil. (laughs) Like I did with Pasha under the tapestry. (laughs)
0: Okay, give me a dexterity check.
5: (laughs) You die. (laughs) Fifteen.
0: She uh, dances back with the grace of a ballerina and sort of twirls and comes to land again just a few feet away from you. Please, Vasilka has taken a a, a solemn oath never to reveal her face
3: until her wedding day. That's weird! That's weird! I'm sorry, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Who's with me? That's weird. (laughs) I personally agree. Whatever. It's not my place to judge, but that's weird. To me. I speak only for myself. I think that's weird.
0: <laughs> Perhaps, but anything
4: we can do to draw the devil's eye, I think is worthwhile. Drogar looks at uh, the abbot. Perhaps there is a way you can aid us. By
0: all means, if I can, if it was, a, if it is within my power, I shall endeavor to
4: do so. There are two things that we seek here in Kremsk. One, I ask you, know where I may find the bones of a ghost. <laughs> While we're at
3: it, a holy symbol of Mother Night and the Morning Lord. Some holy water, maybe a lock of golden hair. Vasilka, I got holy what, water. Vasilka, oh, you got a holy I Vasilka, got holy water. Hey, Vasilka, I don't need to see your face. What color's your hair?
0: There is a shrine <laughs> to the Morning Lord at the north end of the city by, by a clear spring pool. Mother Night, I am afraid, lies within the domain of the wolves.
3: That, while bad news is incredibly helpful... And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and what were your other questions? <laughs> <laughs> the questions? The, the bonus. other questions, DM, are the other things we need for our legendary weapons. <laughs> uh, this
0: place is a holy one and free of ghosts, I am afraid. Though if spirits are what you seek, there are plenty within the borders of Barovia. You might seek the ruins of Berez mm. or the ancient
3: holding of Argenvoshed. You know, I know that I said you weren't really a friend of mine, but with each piece of information you give us, you're, like, getting a little higher
4: up on the totem pole there, buddy. I do what I can. Thank you. And lastly, there is a book that is connected to Strad. Do you know of what we seek? Please speak more. There's a book directly connected to his spirit. Ah, uh, I know of what you speak. Speak to the other traveler in the library.
5: Yeah.
3: I believe this is what she seeks as well.
5: Okay, I'm done with dessert. Are you guys ready to go read?
4: I've been finished for like ten minutes now. Okay. Trigger will look at, at the abbot and go, Any chance that you have a cognac? <laughs>
3: and oh, he sorry. just goes,
4: oh!
0: Vasilka <laughs> comes out with a fine uh, tumbler, you know, like those
4: really wide yeah, bramies, yeah, you know, yeah. and, uh, and pours you a just bit. Just a little sip. Of- just a nip. And Drogar just leans back and goes, A moment. But <laughs> his long tail. <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: <laughs> Thank you.
3: <laughs>
0: Please, my friends, go in peace. Though we have not reached an accord as I hoped, I do pray you will not think of me adversarially. We are aligned, however hard that may be to believe.
4: Although I may not approve of your methods... I do see that your heart is in the right place. That is the only place to be. I do not think that you would wish any of us harm. That is clear, otherwise we would have met it at the gates. Indeed. Go, then, and know this place will always be home to you.
5: I walk up to Vasilka. I try and take her hand.
0: She lets you.
5: Can I cast light on her face if I'm holding her hand? What I'm attempting to do is take her hand and cast light and have light shine off of her face so I can do a daredevil on her face.
0: Ah, I see. Sure. Yeah, Mm. go for it.
5: So I take her hand, I cast light, and I'm hoping that light shines off her face so I can kind of just get an image of her face kind of shining Mm -hmm. through her veil.
0: You do so. And it alights behind this wedding veil and you see her features. They are soft and delicate. She is a beautiful woman. It does not reach her eyes, uh so her eyes are still kind of pools of darkness because you've cast it you know on the on the on the, on the features of her face, but she is a beautiful woman, and you and you all are privy to sort of a an impression of her features as Winnie sort of illuminates her face
5: I know you want to do something good and I know it, it makes sense to make sacrifices for something bigger, but even if it's your choice, it's not worth sacrificing your whole self for somebody who doesn't want to do good, okay? I know you've thought about this way longer than this one conversation, I just wanted to say that.
0: She uh, kind of squeezes your hand back and looks down at you and you can see again the sort of illuminated features through the wedding veil. Stare down at you, the eyes still blank, but looking down at you. And she just kind of holds your gaze, so to speak. Clutching your hand, and the abbot speaks. Such innocence. We should all draw strength and lessons from you, young one. Basilica uh, remains silent.
5: And then I'm going to look up to Basilka so that only she can hear, and say, was talking to you.
0: She uh, courteously bows again.
5: I'll do a big courteous bow, and then I'll start walking toward the library. Learn how to use a javelin, and then she walks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
4: Incredible. Yes. The
6: solution to every problem is to teach them how to use a javelin. <laughs> Dude, I have Teach five. that woman how to throw a javelin. <laughs> I think I try to give her one. Teach I have, that lady how to use a javelin.
1: I have five. Do you I, give her a javelin? I try to give her one,
0: yeah. I'm a javelin. She holds it gingerly in her hands and again just sort of courteously bows. That's not... Okay, teach her how to use a
3: javelin she says to the outfit.
0: <laughs> I shall endeavor to do so. In addition to
3: etiquette and cooking and looking pretty, <laughs> she should know how to defend herself with something that is hard and sharp. Should my plans come to fruition, all
0: within this valley will no longer need to defend themselves. Yeah, but we're not there yet, so
5: teach her how to
3: use the fucking javelin. Sorry, I got angry. Let's take, go to the library. I'm
5: going to take Kaz's hand. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mom, you're yelling again. Come on. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I'm
4: sorry. Okay, let's go. Uh, drogar approaches.
3: end goes into the fleshy bits. Okay, I'm done.
5: <laughs> Kaz... Is a mood tonight! <laughs> <laughs> I would like to rage!
3: I'll drink to that. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but I'd like to be. Agreed. <laughs>
0: Alright, headed to the library, everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, please. Cloven will show you the way. <laughs> And again, as you, oh, as you make your way oh, to the door of the dining room, <laughs> Cloven Fucked appears as video. if by magic <laughs> again, uh, <laughs> and says, Library, all should be, please. <laughs> <laughs> to be given access to the master's private
4: study. <laughs> <Sunny>. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs>
0: I will show you the bell and then leave, I will show you the way and then leave you for I
3: must send to my duties. <laughs> <laughs>
5: poor,
3: poor guy's been out of water for hours. He's probably oh just my suffocating.
5: You think the fucker was walking shit. in the desert for nine
3: hours. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right, let's walk that way.
5: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Is the baby still sleeping?
0: Yeah. You are led out of the dining hall and back across the courtyard. Going to hell. (laughs) To the eastern wing of the Abbey. Oh, good. Uh, You passed back by Marenza.
4: Oh, good. <laughs> oh, great.
0: Still you laying better. sort of in the dirt resignedly. Yeah. You were led through a front door and up a flight of staircases. You see down, uh, before you come to the staircase, you see down a hallway, a long row, um, a long hallway with uh, men with uh, eight sets of doors uh, down it at the far end of that hallway a broad, tall figure in a cloak, sort of standing sentry. But Cloven just continues to carry on up a flight of staircases. You are brought up to the second floor um, and brought to a grand set of double doors. Uh, He kind of turns back around to you as you all kind of take, take place up before the set of doors. Behold, travelers! And make your peace! For you are about to witness a piece of history that very few get to witness. The library of <laughs> Saint.
4: We drove our hands in my neckerchief. Thank, <laughs> oh,
0: thank you. He takes it with his trap cloth. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Yeah. And hands it back to you. So <laughs> <Trigger> just... <sniffs> <laughs> That's not just... It immolates the,
3: yeah. Immolates the fucking... Holy
5: ugly. shit.
3: <laughs> Nobody's going to use that anymore. <laughs> the library
0: of St. Markovia. <laughs> And he claps his his lobster claw to one of the handles of the door and swings it open. I don't know what what y'all's experiences with, like, before coming to Barovia with, like, libraries is, but this is a temple. I think I've seen a book before. This is a temple to knowledge. Uh, This huge wing, like the second and third floor of this abbey are all dedicated. It's an open, like an open air floor with huge rising stacks of books. Books upon books upon books, winding and weaving through shelves, almost in a maze-like quality. One could spend the next thousand years here and not read through all the pages contained within. Please, meander as you most, Uh, See, shit. I must return to my duties and ring the bell for dinner.
5: uh, Thank
0: you. He, like, turns his whole body around, keeping his eyes on you, and then turns his head and goes. Exit applause for (laughs) Cloven. I close the door behind me and look at the two of them and go,
4: I really hate
0: that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the library now. Light filters in delicately, delicately through uh, tall bay windows, sort of flanking the sides of the abbey, and it is just like I don't know if anyone's ever read Maze Runner, but it's like mm. that with stacks of books. Wow! The time is yours.
5: Uh, <laughs> this person that that the abbot described. Yes, the B- other yeah. stranger. Mm-hmm. Is there someone else here?
0: You don't see anybody.
3: Kaz does not give a shit about the books. <laughs> you know, not much of a reader, as we've established. But I will try to find this person. I'm gonna try to find a person.
4: Okay. You know, I haven't seen a library of this size since I was teaching at Delphorail. Oh, that's great. Why don't you tell us the story about it as I walk off? <laughs> We're gonna take a wide step and keep something fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, Kaz, it all started 350 years ago, well when I have regrets when I was accepted as a teacher. I you, them make them. Your way
0: in, you make your way into the meandering <laughs> stacks, Drogar telling his tale along the way. And it just, like, cuts in and out. And that's
4: how I got adjunct
3: professor.
4: <laughs> and so, you see, after meeting the, you know, the, the provost, I have
3: regrets <laughs> on <this. laughs>
0: That's
4: when I started to work on my battery. So. As you
0: make your way into the stacks of books, it's strange. It's reminiscent of when you have made your way through the winding dark woods of Barovia. You almost seem to lose your way amongst the stacks of books. They seem to twist and turn, not in a not in a a sensical fashion, but almost as if these stacks of the library books have grown organically. Um, springing up as if a forest of knowledge. The third bestiary of Abricot. I had an original
4: press of
0: this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Should I have brought breadcrumbs? (laughs) Yeah, really.
0: But continuing your way forward, uh, after some time traveling and sort of just getting the lay of the land, so to speak, you come across a table at which lit candles are burning merrily. Books and scrolls are splayed across the surface, thrown in a cacophonous order as if being uh, perused through and readily discarded in a frantic search for something. But you don't see anyone. The time is yours.
5: Can I hop up on the a uh, seat? If there's a seat at this table, can I?
0: You do oh, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a chair sat out at an odd angle to the desk as if someone uh, pushed it back with the momentum of them standing up.
5: Okay, I'll push it back in and I'll uh, up onto it and stand on it and like I'm like there illuminated in candlelight with both hands on the table and I'll pull a candle closer to me and see what's on the table.
0: Spread across, uh, give me a perception check.
5: All I have done tonight is perceive things.
0: <laughs> We're doing a lot of perceiving this evening! <laughs>
5: <laughs> Don't look at it. I didn't I perceive
0: very much. We've done a lot of attempting, perception.
5: Ah, it's a seven total.
0: You uh, hike your way up there, Winnie, and begin poring over the, the scrolls and books deposited on the table. They all, like, it's just a bit too much for, like, they're all clearly old and detailing geography. Uh, and, and you even notice some, like, epic poems, you know, like of a Homerian style, of St. Markovia's crusade, as it were, to Castle Ravenloft for, like, 300 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just as you're begin- beginning to dig into the uh, materials of the pages displayed therein, uh, Artemis, give me a dexterity saving <gasps>
2: Uh, it wasn't even a skull. <laughs> okay, 13.
0: Uh, Artemis, you look at Winnie as she kind of clambers up on this desk and begins poring over the scrolls. You get a funny feeling. Maybe the hair on the back of your neck starts to stand up. And you kind of just like turn your head back and forth, looking through the stacks. And then you look up. <gasps> and you see a woman with her legs in a split, one heel against two bookshelves, suspending herself in the air. And just as you look up to take notice of her, she kicks in her legs and begins to fall. She wraps her thighs around your neck and uses the momentum of her fall to kind of like spin like, like Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad and like <laughs> take you down to the ground and pulls out a dagger holding it against your throat. And then she looks to the rest of you and says, enough! One more step and your friend will be a head shorter. And I think we'll call it there. <laughs>
2: Normally, I have to pay for that kind of treatment.
5: (laughs) You dirty bastard. If you don't put that in the episode, I'm going to.
1: Oh, are you kidding? That's absolutely. You dirty bastard. You dirty bastard.
0: Broadcast features Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Ned Price Ianacone as Drogar, Kay Divine Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fale, as your DM. A special shout-out to some of our top patrons: D, an unknown variable, Allegra Fortin, Casey, Faithful Darkness, and Jerry Thunes. You make all of this possible. Thanks for being part of the party. To directly support the show, you can head over to Patreon.com slash CriticalFailDM and subscribe starting at just $5 a month. You'll instantly unlock over 25 Goon-exclusive extended gameplay video clips, including a bunch of episodes of Goon Talk, our patron-only talk show
2: podcast,
0: Kay's Keeper Notes from our Call of Cthulhu campaign, Madness and Mercy, and so much more, with new stuff being added every week. You'll be sent a code for fifteen percent off everything in our merch store, etsy.com/shop/CriticalFailDM, where you can still pick up a goon pin button pack featuring adorable art of the party by Rose and Pomegranate. You'll be invited to our private Discord server where all of us goons love to hang out. And you can join play-by-post D&D sessions with The Gaggle, a community of nerds that regularly display levels of kindness and joy I frankly thought impossible on the internet. If you're not ready to support us financially, there are still plenty of ways to help us out. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CriticalFailDM, binge Madness and Mercy on our YouTube channel, and join us there every other Sunday. Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we do live listens of new episodes of the Stradcast, Or rate and leave us a review wherever you like to listen. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day
3: with advantage.